Welcome to San Diego Magazine's Happy Half Hour. You know, a couple weeks ago, I guess it was last week, I was saying like how, how happy I was. And uh, not as happy today. It's like we're halfway through the Del Mar Food Festival stuff, and it's like, you know, it's almost gone. It's almost here. Like in this, what are we going to do after? Are we going to still put on like a magazine like, and stuff? Where am I going to source my stress? I know. You know. When are when are you Will going? Will you stress me out? You promise to stress me out. I promise to stress you out. Okay. 100%. <laughs> I mean, if I've noticed, I mean, I, between you and Claire and everyone here, I don't think anyone slept more than like two hours in the last like month. Yeah. All right. So, guys, the last couple of days have been absolutely insane. I mean, it, just just on like you know, last week, you know, you had hundreds of some of the country's best wines being shipped to San Diego. So like trucks you see in the freeway, they're all going to Del Mar. You know, you had like dozens and dozens and dozens of the best wine, wine makers and uh, winery owners, like all checking into their hotel rooms headed for, headed for Del Mar. You have my, all my Food Network friends got into town, you know, uh, uh, Tuesday night, Wednesday night, they're all getting here in different different nights. They're checking into their hotels and bugging me incessantly because I love them so much. And they're like, hey, what are we doing? I'm like, I'm not running a festival. <laughs> I will come see you. Um, I mean, Breaking Bad, excuse me, the Dos Hombres dinner with Brian Cranston and Aaron Paul is tomorrow night. I mean, there are hundreds of volunteers setting up like an entire city of food on the Del Mar Fairgrounds. Or excuse me, not the Del Mar Fairgrounds, the Del Mar Polo Field, San Diego Surf Sports Park. Um, They're setting up a city of food right now. The amount of like, they're they're creating a city. It's it's phenomenal to see it it all come to to fruition. Well, Let's jump into some news, and we do have some sad news to report. Um, uh, with one of the best pizza places in town, one of the owners of Bronx passed away. Yeah, this is Seth Smitty Smith. He was co-owner of Bronx. I mean, if you've been at Bronx Pizza for a long time, you knew him. I mean, it is, you know, that place has always been, you know, they, they look at you like, yeah, what do you want? Get, get a slice. You know, and they're like the lovable crankshafts. You know, like they, they were one of the original really great pie shops in San Diego. The ones that were doing it right. You know, the ones that you're like, all right, there's no good pizza in San Diego. There's the Bronx, you know. So, so uh, Seth, they're going to have a uh, memorial like at the pizza shop on September 12th. If you've ever gone down there and eaten a lot, maybe stop by on that day, um, you know, or... You know, just you know, pass on by in in memoriam and honor. Um, go eat there this week, kind of you know, show a little like respect, a little tribute. You know, keep that place. I mean, that place is gonna go forever because it's it's the best, yeah. one of the best things in San Diego. But one hundred percent, the passing of you know what is in San Diego was like a food icon. You know, and it had that like lovable crankshaft attitude that you know that Bronx had. It was like you know they look at you in the eye and they look like they're mad at you, but you can also see they love you. I mean, so that was kind of the yeah. you know it was that that realness that they. Kind kind of curated so good night Seth yes um so a couple weeks or last week I teased uh, about a distillery mm-hmm. I can talk about it there now oh god okay yes. tell me um so <clears throat> Swan Bar is going to be releasing their own vodka it's on like soft release right now and the vodka that we paired it against did uh was Tito's and there was a bunch of different people at different times. Mm-hmm. Every, all, everyone that did it said they liked the Swan Bar vodka more. It's going to be called Black Swan. Okay. And it's pretty Black cool. Swan, but it's vodka? Is it going to be charcoal activated? I don't know if it's charcoal activated. Or is it just because it unleashes this dark force in you, you know, and you're going to become a perfectionist and grow hair? I'm just trying to remember the black swan. All I remember is that she was growing follicles and wings. I never, uh, I never saw that. You never saw the movie. No, I never saw it. Like, I hope they don't get in trouble for that. (laughs) 
<laughs> Especially because the owner's one of my really good friends. <laughs> but but also what's awesome is he... I think Black Swan is kind of like one of those like stereotypes. Or like a, not, not cliches, it's just yeah. a, it's a saying. It's, totally. it's a beautiful saying. But uh, he worked with Michael Skubik from uh, Old Harbor on ah, kind I of creating it. it. So that is why also that this is like a really, really, really good product. I, I love Skubik. Yeah, he's yeah. great too. Yeah, he, he, is a, he is a character. All right, so Swan Bar is going to be releasing Black Swan Vodka. And apparently through David, you know that it's better than all the competing national vodkas like i'm, I'm down with this man yep. you know I, I, awesome. I, I love that bar heck yeah and we have one other opening in town all right so common stock hospitality common stock has done these guys have done such a good job this is brian douglas and anderson clark now this opens up in a place if you've been in san diego food scene for a while you know and we all loved and nobody wanted to see it go out as bankers hill bar and, and restaurant um that was an offshoot of market that with market del mar carl schroeder and terrell gavre um fantastic food people fantastic operators um they lost that space in during the um uh, during the shutdowns, you know, they had to close it up, but I could not see, I, I really couldn't think of a couple better people to, you know, take it over than Brian and Anderson, because these guys have done a really, really good job. They're just great operators. They make really good food. Um, their culinary director is Sam Deckman. Deckman is the son of Drew, Drew Deckman? Deckman, who was on our podcast oh, wow. a few weeks ago, was going to be at the Del Mar One Food Festival. Drink. Uh, a drink. Um, you know, he is, so I mean, he's been well-trained. He knows his stuff. They also own Farmer and the Seahorse in San Diego. So they're basically doing their 80 seats. Um, Paul Basil, um, uh, designed it. Paul Basil, you would know from Consortium Holdings, early work. Texture um, was in on it too. Texture's done some great work around town. Um, they're doing like childhood nostalgia. It's so funny. They said they're doing childhood nostalgia and then they said the dish is Wagyu tartare with smoked tomato, <laughs> Szechuan crunch along fry bread. I'm all yeah. who is having Wagyu tartare at age six? I'm yeah. like, you know, mom, what I want? I'm, no, I don't want any mac and cheese. I got any of that Wagyu tartare. <laughs> I know. And curry mussels. And curry <laughs> mussels. You know, charred broccoli with Labna. Oh, Labna is this, the best. This sounds really good. Yeah, chili crunch, yanzu, yeah, yuzu ponzu, peanuts and herbs. You got a carbonara mac and cheese, a prosciutto crumble. I mean, there's a ton of good stuff. It basically sounds like home cooking, right? And these guys are going to do a great job with this room. Uh, they got um, cocktails too. A couple examples. Purple Rain with Japanese whiskey, um, house ube cordial and lemon. There's a dark side of the moon with rum, pimento liqueur, um, carpano vermouth, and cinnamon smoke. Um, they're going to even have jazz on some of the nights. So Nice. Yeah. So, I mean, anyways, Bankers Hill Bar and Restaurant, the place that you once knew as, is now at, um, Book and Records. It's Books and Records. That's the name of the restaurant. I don't think I said it until right then. I, you didn't. I was actually going to say something. And Books and Records is now open. <laughs> and I like, it's like, I feel like for a while the restaurant scene, restaurant scene stopped doing word and word for titles for mm -hmm. restaurants. But I like this one. This one's pretty cool. Yeah, books and records. I, I, books just, and records. It sounds like my perfect Sunday. Yeah, I love it. You know? And that is your news this week. And Troy will be putting up a blog post on SanDiegoMagazine.com. Don't make me do it, David. I got a big festival. You, uh, hey, I, can, can I get one more drink? Yep, drink. Del Mar Wine Food Festival. <laughs> drink. <laughs>
drink. Demo one food festival. Oh my gosh, your, your bottle's empty. <laughs> all right, you guys. Demo one food festival. Thank you guys all for all the support. Um, you know, by the time at the next episode will be post, it'll be after the Delmar one food festival. It was our big dream uh, for those of you that bought tickets. For those of you that are coming, if you haven't bought tickets, please do. Please come to the grand tasting, ninth and tenth. Uh, it was a massive, massive undertaking. We're so glad to do it. We just want to bring something cool to the city. We hope it is. Yeah, and I realized we didn't even at the top of the show talk about who we're having on. So, okay. <laughs> and, okay, and now we'll get into the guest real quick, right, David? So yes. the guest today is Tanner's Burgers. Yes. Tanner's Burgers, as we talked about it last week in the news. I mean, this is a you know, chef who's been at two, three-star Michelin restaurants, French Laundry, op- helped open Corey, um, help open Banu in San Francisco by Chef Corey Lee. These are some of the best, the best restaurants in the world and this man has worked at the very top and now he's opened up a burger joint with one of the best meat companies or beef companies in in the country and it's right down here in san diego um brant beef we're gonna have them on we're gonna try that burger they opened up their own burger joint inside the del mar thoroughbred club and inside the thoroughbred club inside the del mar racetrack it is going to be should be our shake shack yes and being that we recorded that before this and we did try those burgers and you get to enjoy this interview now and eat, hear me eat on the microphone for the first time uh i will say that burger was absolutely phenomenal <laughs> it, was so good. it was really really good and the the, the ice cream like, the fries. We're, we're kind of ruining it right now but yeah. like, hey no how about anyway. we shut up and you just take a listen to us from tanner here's your story Welcome to San Diego Magazine's Happy Half Hour. And you want to know, we've had a lot of firsts on this podcast, Troy. Yeah. This year, we uh, yesterday we almost lit the office on fire. That was a first. Yeah, it was nice. Live fire at a San Diego Magazine office never happened if my landlord is listening and or the fire code people. Um, but if it did happen, it happened yesterday. Definitely. Yep. Uh, we, we podcast from a roller coaster. That was a first. Uh, we did. Uh, that's right. We did. Wait. Were we actually on a roller coaster? We were on it, just not when we were recording. Oh, okay, yes. got it. Yeah, yeah. But we have another first. So, today. so you're telling me you're full of shit. Yes, exactly. Okay, got. Okay, okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> but we're doing another first today, and we're recording from the pony races. That the pony races. <laughs> this is awesome. We are at Tanner's Prime Burgers at the Del Mar Thoroughbred Club, and uh, we're about to eat some absolutely amazing burgers. And I can tell you, they've been sitting here for like three minutes and I have not been able to stop looking at him. I can't wait. We have some amazing guests with us today too. We have Brandon Rogers who is the chef here and then we have Eric Brandt kind of a beef legend. Can we call uh, you a beef legend? Is that what you're like? Pot, your he just looked down. He, no, you got you got really you got really shy and introspective there, Eric. I did. I just shut, I just shut down. <laughs> I, just shut, <laughs> I, am, I emotionally wilted inside. <laughs> He's basically the founder of Brant Beef, which is basically one of the best beef companies there are in the, the world. Okay. Well, I mean, this is my my personal uh, take on on who we have here. Um, Brandon Rogers, you know, my buddy Eric Greenspan, who's you know cooked in some of the best chefs, uh, best kind um, restaurants in the world, you know, Michelin stars and all that. He's like, have you? actually tasted Brandon's food yet? And I'm like, what? no, I didn't even know he was in San Diego. You mean the guy that was at Banu, who was at I mean, was some of the best restaurants in California? James Beard, not, wait, did James Beard uh, nomination for? Uh, nominated two years in a row. No, nominated uh, two years. Best Chef California for In Situ, a uh, restaurant inside of the Museum of Modern Art in San Francisco. 
And so, th- yeah. those of you guys listening, we're sitting in y- uh, your burger bar here at the Del Mar Fairgrounds. I mean, this is, I mean, and, and that's what he said. He's like, look, you don't get a talent like that that just comes to San Diego and does much of my stuff. I mean, the fact that you're here at the fairgrounds and doing a burger bar with, and again, this is, and it, well, sure, he kind of overbuilds you. Like, you're the beef yeah. god. I know that. You know I mean? I know you're shutting <laughs> down a god. little bit. <laughs> I think god is bigger than legend. Uh, yeah, I, this is true. Okay. <laughs> All right. But hey, look, brand beef. I, just, I learned to write about food uh, 17 years ago. And, you know, every you know, chef that I knew that really gave a damn about the land and gave a damn about small producers and gave a damn about people who gave a damn about food. You know, they're like, look, people who I know people who do good food and Brant Beef was always the one that they're like, you got we serve nothing but Brant because we believe in the family. We believe in, you know, it, that it's as local as you can get of a ranch, you know, um, uh, Brawley, Raleigh, Raleigh, Brawley, Brawley. With right, a B. Right in between. Yeah. Right in between those. Yeah. Brawley, just a couple hours away from here, you know, it, this is this is some of the best beef in the United States and something that I've been, people have been raving about to me for the last 15 years. So you got Brant Beef and you got Tanner's Prime Burgers. This is made with my good buddy Eric Greenspan's American cheese. Now, this guy new is- New school one, American cheese. New school. epic. See, this is oh, a good, good friend. He just he dropped in the branding. New School American Cheese. If you guys listened to the podcast last week, you heard about this cheese. Now we're actually going to try it on a burger made by a chef who has a Michelin star in hand, two James Beard Award um, nominations, and worked at Bennu, which is a rarefied one of the, you know, I just want to, it's, I don't know. It's like Olympus of, of California restaurants. Well, <laughs> while you were just talking, I couldn't help it. I had to go. I got into the burger. And my lord is that flipping amazing. <laughs> it is yeah. so good. It's got like a little bit of heat with like a little bit of the hot sauce. And that truly is the best American cheese. And the fat content on this burger is perfect. That's a prime absolutely. burger. Absolutely. It's amazing. But that is just one hell of a burger. I'm absolutely blown away. I'm, I'm, I on my second, I'm on my second one. <laughs> <laughs> you need it for golf energy. And right. I think it's really awesome that you're going to be able to try these pretty much, I think, at the Del Mar Wine and Food Festival, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So at the Del Mar Wine and Food Festival, we're going to be doing, uh, Brandon's going to be, or you're not going to be there. You're going to be working here today. This is no, your no, rest. no, no. I'll be there. Oh, you're going to be I'll be there. Yeah, yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, I'll be that there with Eric. Awesome. Okay. Um, and we're going to have a station. Yeah. Um, we'll a- be serving a, a you know a miniature version of uh, Tanner's burger. Okay. Um, a little mini with er- Eric's yeah Eric's uh, Eric's cheese on it. Um, Other Eric. <laughs> yeah. Green- Mr. Greenspan. <laughs> yeah, he's wilting somewhere too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He's got yeah, a great so name. So new school and Tanner's collab, <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, so I mean, okay. Well, tell. Okay, let's yeah, st- let's yeah. start back up a little bit. Yeah, okay, so Del Mar Wine Food Festival is September 9th and 10th. You guys heard me blabber about it enough. Drink, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. But Greenspan, my good again, good buddy that I met on Food Network is going to be down here. He's good buddies with Brandon. They're doing the collaboration. Uh, Brand Beef is going to be the beef. I think you guys will be doing some sort of. That's right. You're you're be doing basically your signature burger over there too, right? Sure. Or, yep. Okay, got it. Yeah. Um, and I just took a bite too, and that is, <laughs> dude. I mean, simple ish. Meaning you tweaked it enough that it actually that has that creativity to it, but also didn't mess it up. You didn't stick yeah. a Ferrari on top of a Porsche, on top of a you know, truffle, on top of a foie gras or anything else. That is a simple, delicious, beautiful burger, which lets the ingredients shine. Yeah, and that's it. I mean, it's the raw materials. Yeah. You know, it's the it's the all natural Brant beef. Um, you know, hundred percent USDA prime grade beef. Uh, you know, being able to work with Eric on segregating the the USDA certified prime trim and and you know to get the best beef into the best um burger it's a third pound you know we we smash it um you know we 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 get that caramelization that crispy crust and Mm -hmm. and treat it right um it's got you know beef bacon on it so we basically we cut up the beef bacon we take the we take the bellies of our cow of the prime grade 
um, you know, smoke them and turn them into bacon, and nice. that's what you'll find on here uh, with caramelized onions and and uh, Eric's cheese just draping over it. I'm caramelized within an inch of my life. It's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. and as we talked about last week, I mean, the reason why that American cheese is so good, <laughs> Eric Greenspan, again, one of the one of the better chefs that you'll you'll ever be around, and, he, and a fantastic competitor too. Um, but you know, he became known for grilled cheese because his um, restaurant, the Foundry, would just you know serve these really creative versions of tiny grilled cheese. Yeah. Um, in yeah. L.A. in order to get people to try different ingredients and farmers market stuff. He's like, if I put it on a grilled cheese, anybody's going to try it. Sure. Right. Sure. And so he's like, he's like, okay. So I've spent my entire life, you know, working through the Michelin star system, and now I'm known for grilled cheese. He goes. Give it to me. Give it all to me. Yeah. Absolutely. He's like, I'm not. I'm not proud. That's great. Yeah. A good simple. So he yeah. said, but the American cheese wasn't good enough, and he made that. Yeah, I think you know, kind of the same mindset. You know, it's like you know, coming into yeah. the fast casual space. What can we do to to provide a premium um, product? You yeah. know, at a at a at an affordable, um, approachable price. Yeah. And and do it well and and execute it well and and different and not take any shortcuts. You know, I think it's kind of taken that same mindset, you know, that we, we, we had in the Michelin, you know, kitchens and in fine dining to to execute a, a fast casual uh, premium burger. Now, Eric, you've lived here for 25 years in brand beef. Again, it's kind of I, I consider it an adopted local family of, of beef because you guys are so close and your headquarters are here in San Diego. You've yep. been you've lived here for so long. Um, were you responsible for bringing him out here? What, <laughs> what happened? I'm very grateful, very blessed. Uh, we got, I got to work with Brandon uh, back. It goes back to the Bocuse uh, uh, represented when he was representing the U.S. Um, and we flew to France and we, we became friends. And when he came back, he went, uh, of course, over to, to the French Laundry and then later at Bennu. And mm-hmm. he started using our beef. And, you know, it was just a great relationship. Yeah. And, you know, we supplied him, you know, or still continue to supply them um, now. But just building on a great foundation great relationship and you know during covid it, the opportunity came out and you know, know for for brandon to come out and it's just been a blessing yeah, so what i mean and it's so, so funny i mentioned benu yeah um, yeah you worked yep. at a, a, a tiny little bistro named french laundry too yeah <laughs> okay <laughs> right, well right. i've heard of that place <laughs> yeah yeah. Well, it, you know, it, it goes back to like, um, you know, where we where we met right here in San Diego. Yeah. Uh, out at Rancho yeah. Bernardo. Correct. Um, I was working chill. at Rancho Bernardo with Gavin Kaysen and, and we had the opportunity to to represent America in the Bocuse d'Or uh, in Lyon, France. And, and and we did that. Uh, we competed against 24 other countries. And during that, um, you know, grateful enough. And Eric, Eric came aboard and sponsored uh, our team at that point Got uh, it. back in 2007. And, um, you know, that's where we first met. You know, he came to France, and we've been in touch ever since. I didn't realize that you were part of Gavin's family. I mean, family, family of chefs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So for you, those of you who have only been following food scene for a few years here in San Diego, Gavin Kaysen being over at what was then El Biscocho was one of the great turning points uh, of San Diego's food scene. Yeah, Well, and Travis, right? So Travis came out of there from uh, Cali, and he's now in San Diego doing a great job. Um, Who else? I just met somebody else. I mean, there's like six. Oh, Claudette. Claudette Zapata was the over oh, okay. under underneath uh, uh, Gavin as well. Okay, that was her mentor. Got it. Uh, there was, uh, I think, Patrick Ponsati um, yeah. w- yeah. was over yeah. there as well, who he, became he, a master he, French uh, chef. You know, he he kind of coached us a little bit back in the Boku's door in 2007. Oh, he did. Yeah, he spent a little time with us. Okay, one so of Gavin's like you know mentors. Wait, for sure. so where were your roots in San Diego? Were you from San Diego? Or no, no, uh, Northern California. Okay, uh, came down to San Diego to pursue finer dining. Yeah. Um, you know, Sacramento area. And then when I came down here, um, I, I bounced around a little bit. I was downtown. I was with J6. 
uh, Deborah Schneider, uh, who actually uh, was 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 the uh, chef here at the Del Mar racetrack for a couple years, um, and ran into her in the, in the hallways uh, downstairs, uh, you know, a couple weeks ago. So uh, went to went to J Six, Jax La Jolla. Um, oh God! You worked spent, at Jacks. Yeah, I spent some time with Tony DeSalvo, okay. and at that point, that's when I met Gavin because Tony knew Gavin. And so Gavin. you embezzled the money. Ah, come on! <laughs> oh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> come on! <laughs> I'm sorry. No, we don't I gotta mean, go there. I know, I know, I know. It was a dark time in, in, in San Diego restaurant history, but I'm still waiting to get paid. By I'm still waiting. Yeah. <laughs> so, but the I, it, what the Jacks was. I mean, that was kind of like an icon. In, in it the was. Way. It was. It was these New York chefs coming out from uh, Jean George, and it was. You know, that's what I. That's what I moved down here for. Tony DeSalvo was amazing. Yeah. 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 Uh, and actually, didn't didn't get hired when I first interviewed, and you know, went down downtown and worked at a place and butchered yeah. at a butchered at Vaughn's there in uh, PB. No way. You you were <laughs> yeah. a butcher at Vaughn's yeah. and PB? Yeah. And then you ended up at the French Laundry and Venue. I, I mean, well, you know, after the culinary competition, I came back and, and was like, you know, 20 years old, 19, 20 years old, and yeah. was like, what's next? You know, I just, I just you know, helped represent our country, uh, you know. And you're 20. Other, yeah. yeah. And then, I, um, so I was like, I need a foundation. I, so yeah. I went to uh, New England Culinary Institute. What? And, and, uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> and, oh, that's why. <laughs> David passed me. He passed me a little text. He's all, ask him about his education. <laughs> ask him about his education. I was like, why, why, I don't know. Why are you? No way. That was my acting. You just messed up my professional acting career. There. No right. way. New crazy. England Culinary Institute. Oh, yeah. Dude, he went to New That's England Culinary awesome. Institute, where I, like, basically my hometown and where I taught. That, <laughs> look at that. So David taught Brandon, um, who then became a decent chef. I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, 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 exactly. Laundry. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good angle. It was the David Laundry. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Try, okay, so now we got some Tanner's hot sauce here. All right, look, I got to set the scene again, you yeah, guys. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, the Del, Del Mar Fairgrounds have always had, you know, like pretty good food. But I mean, to get you know a chef of your pedigree doing good, good smash burgers here. I mean, this is. I mean, to me with brand beef feels like a, a little bit of like this is our next crack shack sorry to pigeonhole you but i mean this is this is like our next burger thing i mean it, this is phenomenal and, yeah. and you got your own damn hot sauce that i just put on there is it really really spicy uh no it's uh it's edible okay um, and yeah you can, and you can come it, here and gamble it's too. a good it's this a good flavor true. and i like right. the gamble right. part too hey look troy we we, we really got to thank the del mar food and wine 100 uh, you know the, the racetrack yeah. i'm sorry the thoroughbred i gotta club. do a shout out um, to you know the team here. Yep. You know Walker, Barry Schneider, uh, Mark Wiggins. Those guys. They they really let us come in and and uh, and ha- and and have the freedom and the space to do this concept. So uh, we're very grateful. Yeah. Now, I, I think at Barry's, you know, we've been, had a great relationship with the racetrack, you know, Brant Beef, anyways, for the last you know 15 years. Yeah. And you know the, the the attention they put into detail on the culinary side is like no other track in the in the, in the country. I mean. Yeah. It is by far uh, one of the most impressive tracks from a, from a culinary standpoint. I mean, they put the attention to details is is phenomenal. Yeah, well, I mean, that's what I was. I mean, if I undersold it, I, I apologize. But I mean, that's kind of what I'm saying. It's always had good na- good a good I you know good construct. I'm in a minimal burger. This is where I usually edit Troy. I know. Choking on prime beef. If I undersold it, I apologize. But I mean, they, they, I mean, the, the fair. I mean, the track has always had you know yeah. good food. But the fact that just proves it. I mean, the fact that they, you, they paired you guys up for the burger spot. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. phenomenal. Okay, so how did you end up here? I mean, what, what was the, what was the the whole concept? I mean, it was during the pandemic. You were like, 
Yeah, I got, you know, I had spent I had spent ten years uh, with Corey Lee up there in yeah. San Francisco, and you know, uh, running a Michelin three star restaurant and a restaurant group, and yep. we've opened uh, a French bistro and a and a and a very unique concept inside of the, the Museum of Modern Art, and I was a part of all that and grew tremendously. Um, but you know, after ten years, I was kind of just like looking to what's next. Yep. Uh, had the fourth fourth child on the way. Yeah, and uh, you know, looking to make it, looking to make a drastic change, um, and 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 this was a, a dream of mine. Yeah, you know, so you know, uh, it, to, to 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 partner and have you know, the supply chain like Brant Beef is, which is right uh, across un- the street, un- unreal. <laughs> you know, it's uh, it's it's destined. So yeah, uh, you well, know, I was I was excited to. Then uh, okay, so then did you just kind of show up at his door? And you're like, all right, I heard you are kicking around San Diego, um, or, or was this like a group project together? Or no, I don't. I don't know who asked first. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who walked across the room and said hello. <laughs> Will you come over, please? Um, probably me. Yeah. I don't know. It was so, it was fun. It was just fun. Yeah, all good. Yeah, let's go a little bit into brand beef. I mean, we've talked about it on the podcast before. You know, I've mentioned it throughout the years whenever I'm talking about beef. But I mean, your family. I mean, how many? How, when did? What year was it started? Uh, well, my grandfather started back in 1945. 1945. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Now, brand beef wasn't officially a brand until sure. right. We, we, we raised cattle. We were raising cattle. Yep. So my brother does all the farming. He grows all the alfalfa. It was granddad's ranch. Yep. Yep. And then um, and then my dad uh, grew you know grew the cattle side, um, and you know just continued to grow. And then my wife and I got in the slaughter side of the business. Yep. So you know we you know now we're. I guess if you use an analogy, you know, we were we used to be the grape grower and somebody else would make the wine. And, yep. You know, now we're the you know, grape grower and winemaker. Yeah, right? exactly. So, yeah. And that's how we look at it. Um, you know, you got it, it takes, you know, a year and a half plus to raise this beautiful animal. And, you know, we're stewards of those animals. And, sure. Yeah. We've got to make sure we present them in the right way, showcase them in the right way and do the best job we can. But there is a whole process, not only of raising the animals natural, hormone free, you know, that gives us all the prime beef yep. um, that we're known for. Um, but on top of it is natural, and, you know, and I, I think at the end of the day, the most important thing is that product has to perform, right? It has to, like, yeah, and it's exactly. got to be consistent. And that's, Ethics don't taste great. Right. That, and that's great. You can have a very natural product and you not stuff them f- full of drugs because a lot of our American far- um, farming system or ranching system oh. is, you know, 85% of antibiotics go to American farm animals, you know, and if they're, they're natural, you know, that's great in your mind. But it's got to taste good. Yes, at the end of the day, it's got to eat good. But you yeah. know, look, we're—I think the United States has the best, you know, beef beef in the world. I mean, that's what you know the United yeah. States is known for. But within that category, right? There's, I think, a, you know, various levels of, you know, greatness. Yeah. And, and you know, I'm just when we get, we're blessed to get to work with chefs like Brandon and yeah. Barry Schneider here at the track and chefs all over the world. Yeah. Um, at the highest caliber, you know, you're raising your standards all the time. Barry and Schneider's a legend around here. <laughs> I love Barry. <laughs> is, uh, I, I mean, these he's are, tough, but I love Barry. Absolutely. Right? These are people yeah. that you wouldn't know unless you've been in the food scene, but they've been around for a long time. Yeah. And they've been responsible for most of your happiness. Yeah. You know, yeah. You yeah. Come, right. Yeah. Especially right. if you come here. So we're one part of it, right? And then you get it to the chef, and then they make they make something special. Yeah. Right? And, and that's the fun part. And this, I think, is the culmination of it for us when it comes to a burger, right? This is a classic American burger 
done in the best possible way. It's the yeah. ultimate respect for these animals is, you know. And I think the this. reason we were talking a little bit before um, the podcast came on, and you just told me to shut shut up so that I could we could save for the podcast. Save it I believe. For the podcast, yeah, which Eric, I appreciate it because I needed that. <laughs> I need that guidance. Um, you know, save that. Save it, he's man. A, he's a professional. He is a professional. <laughs> he even turns the logos out when we were taking photos. I was. I'm like, <laughs> yes, that's what you're supposed to do. We're all just trying to hustle to to, to make our dreams work right here. You know, <laughs> we're on yeah. a podcast. There's no video. <laughs> <laughs> but there is a blog post in my heart. My heart <laughs> is taking photos. <laughs> right now, um, but the uh, you said, we were talking about how look the American beef system you know is run by four companies. I mean they're massive, massive companies. You're a small business. You're kind of like a call it a boutique, call it call it a, yeah. you know a, a bistro or whatever it is. You know in that comparison, you're an indie record label as opposed to like the major record labels. You know how did you guys make it? I mean how did you guys get an edge? Obviously you got involved with chefs like these and you sponsored the Bakus Dwar. I mean the, the American team that's a massive international competition. Was that how you did it? Yeah, it's uh, it's all of the above. You yeah. know, it's a grind, right? I mean, it's a family business. You learn how to survive and you and 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 I would say that our edge is keep staying on the edge, keep improving, keep getting better, keep making a better product. Yeah. Right? Cuz you got to stay ahead of the competition. Yeah. And you know, look, we're yeah, we're a single family operation and we're, you know, we, we do what we love. Yeah. And you got to do it good. Yeah. <laughs> or you won't be around in this business very long. Yeah, right. <laughs> wait, wait, but so I'm a capitalist. I love competition. I think it's great. So do it, I. it keeps you on your edge. Absolutely. Right? I love sending our staff. I'll send them stories that have been written that are just a tiny bit better than mine. And I'll throw mine <laughs> under the bus. <laughs> I'll throw mine under the bus. I'll be like, see this? You yeah. know who's that better than? They think they're going to, yeah. they think I'm going to say them. And I'm like, me. That's better than me right there. That's, that's that was great. You know, come on. You always have your eye on the competitor. Always. Yeah. Yeah. Always. You got to. I want to know when we get to dive into this ice cream sandwich that was brought up in front of us. I know. I'm always leaving David out because I talk forever and ever and ever. So. I don't feel left out. I kind of okay. feel like the Robin Quivers to the Howard Stern. <laughs> like He's the one that does the really the, the best interviewing questions, and I'm there to laugh. <laughs> that's, that's my job is to laugh and then occasionally throw in a comment. You are so much more than that. You, you taught Brandon Rogers how to cook. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually, do right. you want to know to, who to was? Clar- to clarify, David did not teach Brandon Rogers. Just to, just for to keep, I mean, no offense, no. Um, but, but not to lie on your behalf. Um, but they did go to the same culinary school. Yes, but do you want to know someone that I did teach? Hmm. I taught Alton Brown. You did not. Yep. Yeah, he's a grad at New, uh, New England Culinary Institute. Yep. Yeah. Nice work. Yep. At La Ocean. I don't know if I'm qualified to be at the tables right now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, quite Me honest with you. Yeah. I know. Right. <laughs> but I want to know a little bit about this ice cream sandwich because it is delicious and it is, I want to call it an ice cream burger. I think that sounds like so a better good. name it's for it. It's a fatty patty. Yeah, it's delicious. Yeah, we uh, you know, we use uh, Madagascar vanilla and uh, mm. beef beef tallow to emulsify into the ice cream. That's what it is, the beef tallow, because the ice cream is so smooth. So I mean, creamy. It, yeah, it's that so smooth, so creamy. I knew there had to be some fat. So, <laughs> yeah. so you yeah. make the ice cream here then on yes. site. Yep. Yeah. Wow. Yep. And those are uh, those are my wife's cookies. So been in the family for a long time. Okay, so so these these are why you have four kids. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Right. <laughs> That's right. All right. So your wife make, makes a cookie. So this is really family a family operation. How, how else is the brand influenced? Well, by it's her recipe. It, you okay. know, it's her yeah. recipe, family recipe. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we uh, we make those. And is Tanner one? Tanner one of the kids? No. Okay, because you realize not mine. That, not mine. <laughs> is Tanner <laughs> one of your kids? Yeah. No way. Uh, yeah. yeah. Right on. Yeah. Do you like Tanner? I love that. <laughs> All right, good, good, good. I'm always going to love this. <laughs> yeah. 
I you, love this. <laughs> it's so funny. Yeah. You ask you ask somebody about their kids, and they're like, it "Depends on the day. Yeah. Depends on what their, what their kid did that morning." You're like, yeah. you, they kind of look like a hostage situation. They're like, "I love that child." I'm kidding. No. <laughs> well, and the interesting thing is, I have, I have another son, better, right? <laughs> so. You have a son called Better, Better with a V. Oh, I thought you named not, your second son Better. He's so ticked. Tanner and better. <laughs> that one is actually genius. Yeah. All right, so yeah. this is really co- a yeah. collaboration of both your guys' families. And you guys have yeah. known each other for a long, long time. Yeah. That's pretty yeah. That's pretty freaking cool. Yeah, it's really cool. Yeah. Super fun. Yeah, it's okay. Do you, have you, brought, you brought the whole families down there then. Obviously, during the R&D testing of all oh, of this. Oh, yeah. They've yeah, been, yeah. yeah, they've been a part of the whole thing. We've been, we've been, we've been grinding. Okay, yeah. so what, what, what influence or what feedback did the families give? Somebody had to have piped up. Somebody was like... You know what you need on that, Dad. You know you what you li- need on that. Yeah, you. Well, need- I think that I think the biggest critic is is our wives. Yeah. Uh-huh. Know, to be honest, Amen. I think to, uh, you know make the hot sauce and and uh, you know ferment it for 14 days, source these chilies and yeah. and and bring it you know to a label in it. And then yeah. I got my wife at home just putting them out on a plate with 15 different hot sauces from the store and comparing it and seeing if it's no the best way. one on the on, yeah on the yeah. on the palate. You know, uh, that's a nervous moment uh, for you. Yeah, nice. you know. And my uh, wife was adamant about the chili. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's got to have one it's of the presses. Yeah. So you, yeah. you can kind of crack it. Yeah, you got to crack it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It gives it that little bit of acid, or, like that little. Yeah. I was or you don't. You need to use yeah. it, right? I was explaining to the family last night. It was like you know this chili. It reminds me of how you eat shallow bao, right? The uh-huh. soup dumpling. Yeah, yeah. So you yeah. take the soup uh-huh. dumpling, you lift it up with the chopsticks, yep. and you pierce it with your teeth. Yeah. Then what do you do? You slurp a little bit of the soup, mm-hmm. right? Get it out, and then you take the you take the whole thing. In this in this method here, you take that little chili. You pierce it open, take a little bite, mm-hmm. have a bite of the burger, take another bite of the, you know, chili, and then finish it off. It's it's uh, you know, pepper. Yeah, you have the option to do it. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. not everybody does it, but um, you know, it, well, it, it definitely increases the experience. Yeah, well, I mean, and it's memorable. Or some people just eat the chili, and go, oh my, holy! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Everybody looks around like, what's wrong with him? <laughs> <laughs> That's me. I'm I'm the guy that does that. <laughs> okay. Well. Okay. So. Obviously, we know that we can, you know, access tanners, you know, during racing season, during some some of the events. When, when is there times when you're closed? Is there, you know, currently well, the tracks the, open Thursday through Sunday? Yep. Right. Yep. And then September 10th is the last day. The, okay. Got it. Uh, well, for this season. Okay. It's on the third floor here. Yep. Okay, so season. So this is a collaboration between you know two families. Obviously, one with deep roots in San Diego. Um, Tony's, I would mean, Tony's. <laughs> I call Tony DeSalvo's. Jacks. Um, you may as well call it Tony's. Tony was the heart of that heart of that place, right? Um, Jacks El Biscocho. You know the Brant B family, which based here local. You've lived here for twenty five years. All the chefs around here have known it and used it because it was a, like our closest ranch. Sure. Yeah. You know, and an all natural collaboration between both of your families. Your wife is doing the hot sauce tasting. Um, it's named after your kid. This is a family, <laughs> a family affair. A family, a family affair. He had me at hello. What? I mean, this is fucking awesome. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it really yeah. is. I mean, that's a great burger. I mean, two really p- people who give a damn about food and have spent their lives perfecting what they do in food. I love this. Okay, so that means this is not just staying here. Right. Okay, and and I I, I don't want to talk too much about like leaving here, but this is where it's born and it will always be here. But you, when the track closes, are you going to open up a second tanners? Are we going to expand these across the United States? Are is there going to be another burger empire happening now? Yeah, we don't want to get too far ahead of ourselves. I don't think, but oh god, you know, you're so political. No, 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 no. no, no, no. <laughs> I, look, we have there's 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 plans. You know, what what yeah. what a better story than to you know start it here at the racetrack mm-hmm. um, and 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 grow within the community. And that is the goal. You know, we want to we want to expand within our 
you know, our our uh, our direct distribution and and keep it local and and you know. Yeah. The, I just looked deep into your eyes and I saw seven locations that have already been signed. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully Seven. one in North. Seven. Twenty. <laughs> <God, 20. laughs> <laughs> no, no, um, no. But the, you know, you know, it's one at a time. Well, we, 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 the thing is, you just can't compromise the quality. You can't. You, you can't get look right too first. far ahead. Yeah. You know, we got to we got to take it slow. Um, well, I mean, what a great place to start. It. I mean, right yeah, because yeah, again, fantastic. This is right by where your headquarters is. I mean, it's li- yeah. literally cro- right across, across the street. The street. Yeah. Exactly. Again, and, and Troy, Troy, not to mention that we do we do have a. Um, a, a quick grab burger at um, Akershire Arena in the Palm Desert. It's Tanner's. It's 100% prime USDA. Same thing. Okay. Uh, our beef bacon. Um, so you know, out, new, new school cheese. If I'm out, buy a pool. No, know, no, no, no. That's uh, Akershire Arena. Yeah. Is a, is the new arena that oh, was the, built the out the there? That 11,000 seat uh, arena. Oh. So Tanner's right. is there okay. next to uh, next to Big Chicken and a couple other food outlets. Okay. And. Um, it's not quite the same because they can't have the lettuce, tomato, onion. It's, it's yeah. Uh-huh. So, but, but, but it's but it's a quick. But you're still but it's good. Yeah. yeah. I, I will tell. I will tell you this. I, I this. I mean, that's kind of a really cool experience. You come down to the track. You've got a couple of weeks left um, to come try what will probably be like the next burger brand in the United States. Knowing your guys' pedigree, this is not going to fail. I, I I just I don't want to jinx you on that. But I was born on the 13th, so obviously <laughs> anything I say in terms of a jinx is automatically negated. Otherwise, my life was screwed from the start right you know and, and in certain ways it has been um but, <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah no this is it you can come down to the track try tanner's prime burgers um what, what else did i miss anything i'd like to know where can we find you all on social media what websites all that all at, that good jazz uh, right now just present on instagram mm. at tanner's prime burgers cool yeah, and we'd love yep. to hear yep. we'd love yep. to hear from people right like do you did you enjoy the experience right this is this is really important for us to to, to get that this is yeah. the launch this is yeah. like the r&d this, this is, so is we, the concept so so please let us know this right? is an opportunity and for us to evolve right yeah. and grow and take the feedback and 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 take it in consideration for for a brick and mortar down here in san diego yeah. cool um so you know we we send out a card with every meal that we sell um you know thanking them for 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 trying it out and visiting us and leave their feedback on instagram Awesome. Yep. So yeah, come try. I mean, again, come try it. I mean, this is. You're, I'm sure you're not perfect, and I'm sure that. Yeah. And there's ways that you guys are going to tweak this and improve it as you as you go. But I get two people that know no food. Come down here, try this. Bring in seven of your favorite burgers, just and sit next to Jonathan's wife, who has, has seven <laughs> hot sauces, making sure that that hot sauce is still better than the other <laughs> hot sauces. So feel free to bring in all of your burgers down to Tanner's here at the Del Mar Racetrack. And don't forget about the tallow fries. Brandon's, oh, Brandon's oh. bringing back the tallow it is good. fries, right? They are when delicious. it was America's favorite fry, right? Right. And then yeah. they, uh, and it, it's, they cut it out. So. And they're still crispy from even when we like started. <laughs> Saturated so fat. good. I will tell you this. I did a fry test. I, I, I like to cook and I like to experiment, right? And I did. I took all the fats, you know, and I did um, chicken uh, chicken tallow. I had a chicken tallow, uh, chicken smolts. I did uh, duck fat, which everybody was putting yep. duck fat That's on their, a on their fries. Way of doing it, exactly. Yep. Yep. And I put beef towel, and I believe it was, it was pork fat as well. Did you mess? Did you did you did you uh, put any seed oil up to it? I did not put any seed seed oil. I okay. should have. So you did all saturated. I fats. I did all saturated fats. I yep. will do all the animal fats. I did not expect beef towel was by far really the best absolutely the best tallow or the best fat to put on a fry uh, I mean, you, I, you heard it here from uh, Troy you heard it first here <laughs> <Yeah>. from Troy <laughs> awesome thank you well should we do two people 50 bucks let's do two, two people 50 bucks yeah you, uh, you all familiar with that no Oh, it was oh, you guys, oh, you guys didn't get You're going to give me 50 bucks? Yes. <laughs> yes. Exactly. I like There's it. There's two people. <laughs> 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 
It's just a restaurant that you like to go to that you are not associated with. Not oh, so, you got to tell us someplace. One of your favorite places in San Diego. I love J6 back in the day, though, too, by the way. was it, Were you there with Christian? No. 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 Curtis, okay. Curtis was uh, Deborah's sous chef at the time. Okay. Um, anyways, uh, Rancho Valencia and Cali. Oh, you're just ra- rambling. You're like, yeah, whatever with that question. I'm going to drop mine two people 50 bucks right now. And that is two people. <laughs> Whoa, is that, is that where it's going? That was yeah, great. That was great. No, that was fantastic. What do you do? You just send you send those restaurants 50 bucks? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you get at Cali? What do, what do you get at Cali? <laughs> you know, to the contrary of our, of our, of our dynamic and our situation with our, our restaurant, you know, Cali is pretty seafood driven, to be honest. So... Anything seafood coming from Travis is cool. You yeah, know, we nice. have a, we have we had a history with Daniel Balloon and Gavin Kaysen and and he's done doing a great job for San Diego. I think. Um, you know, you know what he's done for San Diego too is a during the pandemic. What uh, one of the reasons why I think Cali is so so good aside from all of his extensive training and his obsession on food sure. and working with Danielle for yeah. so long um, is that when he was going to open his restaurant in 2020, you know, and when the pandemic hit. He they, he basically had a year off to open, and he went around and met all of the ranchers and everything. He said he got a whole year of just meeting every single yeah. grower. Yeah. City Market, which has its own lambs, they they raise their own lambs and they would bring them down. And you know, it's just a tiny little market in City Heights. And yeah. they, they do a fantastic job. He met all of those people that pickled and fermented and every, everything else. Sure, and he pulled all those people in. So it's a great collection of like San Diego makers. Yeah, he's doing a great job. Yeah. And then, uh, okay, so anything seafood from there? I'll then, take a, I'll take a ribeye at Rancho Valencia from Brant Beef. Uh, <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm, I'm partial <laughs> to the fillet. Yeah. <laughs> well, you're a fillet guy over only there. Okay, I just think okay. they do there a great job, right? Only there. I, I never have fillets, and I when I go there, that I think they just do a great job. Yeah, Rancho Valencia is obviously one of the best properties yeah. in San Diego. Love they it. their new chef Christopher Gentile. We've I've been with a uh, or Gentile, however however you want to say it. Um, he said it two different ways to me the other day, uh, it, just depending on his mood. The he is one of the better young like talents in San Diego. You know, he's been around. He's bounced around to, to a couple different places, including um, Avant, which was the uh, is the new incarnation of El Biscocho, um, and really learned his way. He was wild and reckless in his early days. He would just try everything and throw it against the wall. But I can tell you, from the very first time I ever tried any food by that guy, um, it was phenomenal surprisingly good for his age and now he's come into his own yep. and now he's really focused and, and i he's doing something with delmar wine at food fest we're doing um a wine dinner there it's like the the um napa valley um vintners uh mm-hmm. dinner i think that's on a thursday or friday you guys can find it on delmar.wine but he's phenomenal great and they're right. turning all of their property into food mm. yeah they're gonna pull out all i mean i don't know if they're gonna pull out anything but they're gonna like start planting all food trees all same thing and that's the same thing with Avant now. We've got Avant, El Biscocho, um, Rancho Bernardo Inn. Well, we're going to do a video on this in San Diego Mag. You guys will see so it So El Biz is now Avant? Yeah. El Biz oh, is see. now Avant I at the Rancho Bernardo oh. Inn, where like all my buddies like, grew up and they, they worked in the um, pro shop, and we would get free tea times. And we did not. We did, we <laughs> El Biz, did that, was my, <laughs> that was my first entry into a kitchen, a, pro- a professional kitchen. No I, way. I remember it vividly like yesterday, and that's when I met Brennan. El Biz DeVoe? That was my first kitchen that i went into to present my meat no way were yeah. you nervous as hell uh-huh no. <laughs> <laughs> i was on my own you know it was like it was just me and my wife or my fiance mm-hmm. and i walked in with my bag of meat no way your yeah. wife was your fiance at that time you had yeah. a bag of meat yeah. bag of beef and walked in and presented it to gavin that was before you were there and that was the first time i'd been in a kitchen i was like wow i remember chateau on the, the menu world. when i first started oh yeah <laughs> 
Yeah. You don't see that very much. No, anymore, yeah. no, no, no. Now the Wellingtons making a comeback and yeah, everything, man. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. I know. I mean, come on. Who, who doesn't like a, a puff pastry of steak? Mushroom duck cell. Yeah. Love it. Oh, so good. Okay, Eric, where are you going? No, where am I going? What restaurant are you going to? Like, what's your go-to restaurant? I, you already named it. <laughs> oh, that's, oh, that's, oh, that's <laughs> All right. All right. All right. All right. All right, so, so, so Rancho Valencia, you get the prime. I get the filet, yeah. You get the filet. Yeah. So the filet, what do they do with the, with the filet? Do they do they just do a great job. I mean, it's just the, the presentation on that, you know, that the, the little skillet. that uh, It's just clean. It's simple. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just a, it, it, the, it, the meat's about the meat. Yep. You know, it's, it's not dressed up or anything. It's just perfectly, you know, a little salt and pepper, and yep. it's just clean. It's just simple. Simple, Cooked good. perfect. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. I just, that's... I, I, I I respect that. I appreciate it. Yeah, you know. Obviously, I'm the I'm in the beef business, so I like it when it's <laughs> just about the meat. You know? Totally. But all right, uh, David, where are you going? So we did a little staff outing the other day. Uh, we had a big, long, like seven hour team meeting. Then we decided, you, hey, let's all get dinner together. Yeah, yeah. You, you went to Fort Oak. No, we did not. Oh, I have to take. No, you we went, went to Chivico. Yeah, we went to Chivico, 1845. Okay. And I got the stuffed squash blossom. Mm-hmm. Oh my lord, this thing was out of this world. It, uh, so it's ricotta and parmesan, which is pretty standard. But then they st- put in a spicy sopracetta into it. Loved it. It was like so perfectly lightly fried. It was wonderful. I don't know what else to say. Yeah, Chivico is pretty fantastic. Oh, yeah. I, I, it's so funny because I, um, I said to my wife, I was like, you got to get the brown butter um, ravioli she made, made in house. She did, and she she didn't love it as much as I did. It needed an acid. I, I did felt it. Like okay, it, yeah, yeah. Like I squeezed some lemon on it, and I think she liked it a little bit more. After because that. Uh, God, when I had that, uh, you so, try it again because it was one of the better. Yeah. I, and I love brown brown butter is the simplest magic so, trick so in the world. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, sure is. And, it, and it's it. the best food. I mean, the best flavor. I, is there a better flavor? I would take that over truffles personally. Yeah. You know, you're like you're a dumbass. I think maybe on on steak. To your point of needing acid, I mean, you got to hit the brown butter with some lemon. Yeah, yeah exactly. Right. And that's what it was lacking. It was lacking the lemon. Yeah. And so then once I gave her the lemon, she was like, "All right, oh, Chivico, put some lemon on that thing because it's delicious." Yes. Um, and for me, um, I just went, I went to nine ten. Nine ten is uh, oh, yes. taking part in the Del Mar Wine and Food Festival again. That, Jason, uh, so nib, right? That's Jason. Jason, yeah. so good. Way back when, uh, with Tony. Uh, down there cooking with Jason. He's awesome. Yeah. I mean, J- Jason Nip has been in San Diego for, yeah. I got 20 years now. He was born in Jamaica. His family's still over in Jamaica. He still goes back and loves the food scene there. So you you got to try his Jamaican jerk pork belly, uh, which he does like black eyed peas and plantains and, and yams. It's really indicative of what the food that he grew up with. And then he was raised in California. So he's you know got that California fresh cuisine. And he worked at, uh, did he work at Meadowood or was it, the, was it uh, Sundance? Resort. I can't remember. No, I think it was Sundance Resort. He worked with Trey Fauché. Anyways, phenomenal. Such a good, good guy. I mean, just and they give a damn. His sous chef there really gives a damn too. He's Iraqi. He's kind of introducing a tiny bit of Iraqi, um, you know, elements on the menu. Uh, But the every time I every year I ask my favorite chefs, "Where's your favorite chef?" You know, and almost every year, every single one of them says Jason. Yeah, he's He's such a cool guy. Yeah. Oh, he's just a a good, good. I don't even sell him beef. the yeah, first thing I, I think about it. with Jason he is, is the coolest dude, too. and he serves. Yeah, and he's yeah. like always like, got that chill. You know, like he doesn't take it too serious. He's balancing everything, and man, this restaurant's been around forever, and he's been doing an amazing job. Yeah, I think representing San Diego well, and it's still it's still so good. I mean, he's been on, he's went on Iron Chef, he went on you know uh, Chopped, and everything else. So go down to nine ten Grand Colonial Hotel. Yeah, and, so good. Yeah, and it's you know what it is. It's the only restaurant in La Jolla that does not have a view. 
yeah. you know, and it's still there sure. because he's so good. good. Any sure. other chef would have died in that spot. You know what I mean? It would have been harder, a lot harder, because yeah. you're going to be in the hole. You want to be looking out at the ocean. But because he's so good, that restaurant's still um, going well. So anyways, go get the Cacio Pepe. Cool. Cacio awesome. Pepe, he takes a mushroom dashi, and he makes a spaghettini in-house. And they, they basically they put that into the actual spaghettini itself. Mm. So it's this really rich. So mem- instead of water, oh. they're using mushroom dashi as the, the exactly. base of the pasta. Exactly. Yeah. Good. And so it is It is so freaking good. So obviously, that just gives you a little bit more glutamates. It gives you a little bit more... It, like not MSG, it gives you the more more the G's, you know what I mean. So um, and, but I will say about that. So anyways, go to nine ten. Are you trying to shut me up? Am no, not in the least. Yeah. <laughs> I was just waiting to see what you were going to say. You said and, and I was like, ooh, and <laughs> yeah, and uh, MSG that I, I, I mentioned it. it. It's the best. Love it's absolutely MSG. the best. I mean, I guess John, um, you know, funny. David Chang has been going on about this now too. Um, but I mean, anybody who tells you MSG is bad for you is a liar. Is a liar. It's going against science. There's been nine massive studies that have told you guys it does not exist. There it is, is salt. No as far as health concerns? Yeah. Yeah. It does not exist. They've tried to pre-prove it. They can't prove any physical element. So anyways, pour some uh, MSG. But if um, you could do it naturally and uh, you know add some seaweed and some mushrooms into your pasta, that's fine too. Absolutely. Yeah. A little Parmesan and tomatoes? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. That's it. All right. That's it. That was my little screed. Cool. <laughs> well, this has been wonderful. I'm absolutely stuffed. I'm going to need to take a burger nap. Yeah. After this, it's uh, delicious, and maybe I'll actually bet on some ponies. But so, everyone, cool. yeah, time down Tanner's, to Tanner's. Tanner's Prime Burgers at the Del Mar Fairgrounds. This and is at the Del and blah, 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 blah. and at the Del Mar Wine and Food Festival. And at the Del Mar Wine and Food <laughs> Festival. Right. Thank you very much. Um, it, I can't wait to have you guys out there uh, on the night tenth. It's going to be phenomenal. The but come down and try these guys because this is kind of the start of you know a, a dream of two people that actually give a damn. About it. Uh, see you guys next week. Bye. Thank you. Later. Thank you guys. Thank you guys.